Welcome back, everyone, to Studio 603. I'm Matt, I'm your host, and I'm sitting here with my very dear friend, Brad. Hello. I've known Brad for, I think we worked out, going on 10 years. Mm -hmm. And one of the like, prefacing qualities of, of you <clears throat> as a person, or as of, of like introducing who you are, is Brad is actually my little brother. Yep, little bro. <laughs> uh, we were in the same fraternity in college at William Jewell, and our fraternity has like a, what do you call it, a mentor system or? Uh, big brother, little brother system. Big, yeah, big brother, little brother. <laughs> yeah, nope. so like when you, when you decide to join the fraternity, um, I always kind of thought of it as like there's a bidding war for who gets to be your big brother so you kind of have like this little auction block dating game um at least like once you join that's kind of the picture that you get um but people are like yes i'm interested or no i'm interested or like if someone has a very strong preference like i feel like matt did for I, me I fought, obviously i fought for you <laughs> i fought for you so brad and i lived together for a while and <clears throat> we've you know shared yeah shared a room shared a fraternity house shared many memories and most recently a near-death experience <laughs> which we will get to momentarily uh so just to set some context uh brad and i had the great privilege of driving out to vona colorado uh yesterday and today we went for our very good uh friend nathan's Ordination. Ordination part two. Mm -hmm. So Nathan, Nathan's from Colorado. So he, after he was ordained uh, a priest, he went home and had some services there. So we uh, went out and it was surprisingly like a, a wedding mm -hmm. reception. Yep. Like the reception of the mass last night, there was um, speeches, there was white tablecloths around the tables, there was cake that was cut. Uh, yep. Yeah, there were lots of wedding features, right? And lots of family, Ton yeah. Lots of lots of smiles, lots of tears, like just typical wedding fashion. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It was really. It was, I'm so glad we went. It was <laughs> a long drive through the state of Kansas to get there, but and we'll we'll get we'll get back to that. Uh, <laughs> so, Brad, uh, tell us tell us a few tell us a few things about yourself. Okay, I am Brad. Uh, so yeah, I'm originally from Casey. Um, obviously went to Jewel with Matt, as we already covered. Um, I am married to my wife, Tori. We are five and a half years into our marriage, roughly. Um, and we la live down in Lee Summit, Missouri, which is just like 30 minutes south of uh, Kansas City or KC Metro. Um, and we like it here. Um, and actually, the, I guess the, the fun fact for Tori, not that she's on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> she actually recently quit her job and last Monday um, started an accelerated nursing program so she's going to be basically incognito and you know out of sight out of mind from the general population besides myself for the next year or so um but that's an interesting new frontier that we're looking forward to yeah i don't know you're, what you're a you're a one on the enneagram or we, th we think you're a one we're pretty sure that i'm a one that there's a few um, avid enneagram uh followers so i'm a seven brad we think is a one that's a reformer right yes yes okay I feel like so I feel like our relationship is really grounded in storms. 
Because when you got married, you got married in um, like middle and no well, September. Like, you, well, yeah, it was like uh, Steamboat. Was it Steamboat Springs? Yeah, it was yeah. Steamboat. Mm-hmm. So you got married in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and um, it was so cold. And <laughs> I remember uh, it was like a small wedding, but we there was like a rehearsal, and the night before your wedding. You had your honeymoon suite yep. booked, yep. Um, which was us. a rustic cabin, <laughs> and this was going to be the cabin that you and Tori would have shared after your wedding night. Yep. Um, and this thing was rustic. And I remember driving up up the mountain to your to your honeymoon getaway before, the night before your wedding to to share your honeymoon suite with you. And it was just dumping snow. It was like mm-hmm. snow and cold, and dark. <laughs> And it, we finally made it to the cabin, and it was so cold yep. inside this, like, 100-year-old wood slat <laughs> cabin in the middle of Colorado. Yeah, it's, like, no bigger than the deck that we're currently sitting on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the first thing we did was, like, start a quick fire, and they had that janky electric heater that we could plug in, which produced, like, zero to no heat. No, we we couldn't get the fire started. We used the oven. We turned the oven on. Oh, maybe temporarily. Not the whole time, though, right? Yeah, no, we did. We couldn't figure out that we didn't have any matches, so we used your the oven. This huddled around it. Fire hazard. We like. I think we had some like pop tarts, and we were just like. Anyway, so I shared Brad's honeymoon suite mm-hmm. before he and his wife did. I feel pretty close to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we like we were, and then yeah, after that, so like this was so rustic of a cabin that you had to like walk up. Like a small hill slash incline to get to the shower facilities. So, like, yeah, perfect wedding getaway type of thing. I think Tori found it. Tor- that's what Tori wanted. No, 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 no. That was me. Oh, really? I was in charge of, yeah, oh. where we were going to stay. And obviously, she likes, like, rustic stuff and that type of thing. So I was like, oh, this is a winner. Closest thing we're going to do. Better than, like, it's a better experience than just, like, going to a hotel. I'm pretty sure the bed was on bricks. It's very possible. <laughs> uh, and the shower, or the, or the, the, um, Toilet had like a curtain you could pull. Yeah, like, curtain. Over it. No door, no fan. Mm, you know, it's very just romantic. Full frontal. <laughs> you could see everything. Um, but yeah, that was yeah, that was a good experience. And then the ne- yeah, the next day after all the like the snow and the rain, like we went out to where we got married initially, which was just like a a barn with some land type of thing. And like it was obviously muddy, so like we we worked on like putting hay down and like trying to get it somewhat ready before. You know, the rest of the family showed up, and I mean family, it was literally all family, which was like, let's say, 16 to 20 people total, mm. plus one friend each, um, which was you, and then obviously Kristen from Tori's side. Uh, but yeah, that was a very good bonding experience. The other thing I want to say about your wedding is that <laughs> Tori looked like the White Witch from Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> she had this giant animal wrapped around her. Oh yeah, for a warm. Like a polar bear or something. Yeah. She, like, walked down this, like, mud path down into this pasture that had this gorgeous overlook of the mountains. And uh, she, like, shed this layer. <laughs> and she was, uh, I think, I don't know, I looked like a sleeveless dress in my, in my memory, but she, she was just, like, shivering there. Oh, yeah, she was cold. Um, like, definitely some little bit, like, rosacea redness coming out, which she's yeah. always cold in general. But, yeah, I forgot about that. The polar the bear. Animal, the, the polar yeah, bear wrap. The dead animal. <laughs> uh, it was good. Rustic. Yeah, that was good. So we have this habit of running into storms mm. uh, around wedding-esque times. 
So I feel like this is a good segue into our drive yesterday <laughs> out to Vona, Colorado. One thing that I love about Missouri in the Midwest is that we get huge thunderstorms, like thunderstorms that shake the ground that you walk on and beautiful arrays of lightning spraying across the sky as you're driving down the highway or as you're you know, sitting at home. And it's, there's just a majesty to it that Canada cannot replicate. Uh, and, and Brad here is from, you're from... Tonganoxie. <laughs> Brad's from Tonganoxie, Kansas. Yep. T- tell us about Tonganoxie, Kansas, Brad, for um, anyone who hasn't visited. Oh, it's a majestic place. Um, <laughs> so to give you a little perspective on size, I think my high school class was probably about... Um, 100, 110 people or so. So not a not a big town. Our our biggest like food attraction in terms of like a chain is like a food uh, a subway or a Sonic. So like not tons of variety. So that's kind of that's yeah that's that. No Michelin star restaurants. No Michelin star restaurants. We always have like some rotating restaurants, always in the same buildings that are never great they're just like adequate. <laughs> um, and then we have just like one main street. Uh, which obviously is nothing, nothing special, but it has a little bit of a, a small town charm to some degree. So, some um, magic? Would you say that Tonganoxie is a magical place? Uh, it, it's some type of magic. I don't know if it's a, <laughs> it's a majestic magic, but um, yeah, it has a little bit of charm to it. Um, but yeah, growing up in Tongi, yeah, you get lots of tornado warnings and sirens and all sorts of stuff. And obviously, for anyone who's like aware of like what you're supposed to do when severe storms happen, or I guess you could even say it's like common knowledge, but like if you hear sirens or the news says like, hey, go take cover, or get in your basement, or get in the bathtub, like it was pretty routine that my dad and I would just immediately walk outside <laughs> and start looking, <laughs> looking for, for the rotating clouds or like impending debris from wherever the tornado may be at. So just like somewhat typical rural... I don't want to say hicks. That is, I'm not a hick. But just like typical rural ignorance of just like wanting to see Mother Nature in all of her glory. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a fun thing to do in Tongi. That's like a number number two, number three attraction. <laughs> Walking outside, looking at Spring, storms. Springtime, storm watching. Yep. And, and how, how far away is Tongi from the spirit or location of the Wizard of Oz? Ooh, um, so I mean, The Wizard of Oz is obviously uh, supposed to be based in Kansas, and that's where Dorothy and her family um, live at. I'm, you know, obviously an aficionado of said movie because that's where I grew up, not. (laughs) But we do have a Wizard of Oz museum that all the listeners can come to, and probably just for mentioning the podcast, get like a 20% (laughs) discount. Um, But it's (laughs) it's in Wamego, Kansas. Um, which is uh, actually smaller than Tonganoxie, but it sits pretty close to Manhattan, Kansas, which is where uh, K-State University is, which is pretty big. Um, but yeah, we have a, a Wizard of Oz museum. I've actually never been there. <laughs> so you haven't I don't, the Yellow Brick Road? I do not follow my own advice and yeah. go scope out the museum and the history. And I think they do have the ruby slippers, though, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Or it's like a rotating thing, but you can see it. It's a big deal. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can probably practice taking shelter. I think the movie begins with them like all getting in the cellar. So yeah, Midwest. We live in uh, Tornado Alley, which is includes like Oklahoma, Missouri, 
Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri, Missouri, depending on how far south you are. Oh. Kansas. What, what other states are in the Tornado Alley? I would say Oklahoma, if you didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, I got that checked. And then maybe like the southeast part of Nebraska. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nebraska. But otherwise, I don't know if Texas is technically included, but they do get occasional tornadoes. Yeah. But yeah, it's mainly just like the true like flyover states, those like three or four that really get hammered yeah. hard. Uh, and, and, and tornadoes have been hammering the Midwest the last couple of weeks. I have an aunt and uncle in mm. Oklahoma, and they have been spending um, several hours of their week in their steel-bolted shelter inside of their garage. We're in Tornado Alley. We live in Tornado Alley. We mm-hmm. grew up in Tornado Alley. Yep. We grew up with the sound of sirens that sound like Pearl Harbor since we were boys. And um, Yeah, so anyways, as we were driving to Vona, Colorado yesterday... We were uh, appreciating the massive amounts of standing water in the Kansas fields from all the storms that have been happening. And was it blue skies at any point of yesterday? Maybe when we left. Okay, <laughs> we left. And I, there's, there's a little bit of, there is some magic to Kansas. I'll give it to you, Brad. Mm-hmm. Driving, through, driving through Kansas, it's very flat, lots of corn. There's the Flint Hills, which are kind of beautiful, but you just drive, 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 and eventually, if you drive far enough in, into Colorado, you see the Rockies, and it just you, you just weep because it's been so bland for so long, and here are these majestic mountains. So we're driving to, to Colorado, and we are almost out of Kansas, which, you know, thank goodness. Yep. Uh, mile 53. Colby. Colby, Colby, Kansas. Colby, Kansas. And the heavens opened hmm. is that how you describe it a post post near-death experience or this is before this is this is pre this is pre near this is leading up to near-death experience. oh i don't i don't know if they opened up i think they got shut off and you know darkness began to rain upon us yeah it was <laughs> yeah well it was dark and there was a deluge it was hmm. just like coming down people have their hazards on We'd been getting emergency alerts on our phone. Oh, yeah. Warnings, watches, everything. It was like (laughs) thunderstorm, really big thunderstorm, and then there was a tornado watch, which is... You have the risk of tornadoes, so just be be alert. I get get warning and watch confused, but watches, the conditions conditions are perfect. And then very quickly after, we get a tornado warning for where our our phones are, where the national... um, Weather service picks us up, and Brad looks at his. Brad pulls out his phone, looks at the Doppler. Yep. And what I mean, you're you're a better weatherman than I. What was the Doppler looking like? So much more uh, versed in the meteorology sciences. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you have obviously anyone who's ever watched a Weather Channel understands there's like a gradient of color. So green is just rain, yellow is more severe rain, red is when it gets a little bit more severe, but when you get beyond red, whenever you see, you see like purple and then <laughs> violet, and then if it gets white, you know like you're gonna have problems and they're coming your way. So we were basically like on the cusp of this huge system, purple white blob that was just ready to throw us off the road. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and so there was all the colors, and we were in the purple, and then we were also in this, like, giant, hmm. um, well, the, the whole screen was this, like, red square, which was the tornado warning, and then as you zoomed out, the square was very, like, Focused. pinpointed yep. exactly where we were. Yeah. And so we said, 
we need to get, yeah. get off the road. Let's get off the road, road for a sec. <laughs> uh, so we pull into, we pull off the exit. There's one really big gas station plaza that mm-hmm. has like a Mexican little takeout thing in it and like a Starbucks in it. And all, like, I don't know, there's probably 30 motorcycles packed into the, um, the in between the gas pumps with all these cars. So it was just like jam packed. And the parking lot was stacked full. And we found a spot right up front. We got out. We get soaking wet in the three <laughs> steps we take in yeah. the stinking gas station. We yeah. go inside, and it's like the you, Walking Dead. It's like Black Friday almost. <laughs> yeah, shopping yeah, trees. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like sprinting in this thing, and uh, everyone's kind of looking around, just in a like in a really frightened zombie daze. Like, like what's what's going on? They're, all the motorcyclists are absolutely soaked. Oh yeah, and there's like puddles everywhere inside this this gas station. Um, so there's a Starbucks in this attached to this gas station on the end of the gas station. We walk over to the Starbucks. We're like, oh, like we're gonna get a coffee. Let's get some co- pro- coffee. Yeah, priorities. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, wet, we're soaking wet. Get some coffee. And the Starbucks people say like, we're not serving coffee right now. There's a tornado that's touched down seven miles away. Um, we're headed to the freezer. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is real. <laughs> I'm free. I'm freaking out. Were you freaking out at that point? Uh, I was not as freaked out as you, just because I think I'm a little more used to it living in like the flatlands of Kansas. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was very, it was very eerie and uh, a little bit humbling to have all these nervous people around you in such a small space. And uh... and, y- and you kept opening up the the Doppler oh, and, yeah. and looking at your phone, and you didn't say anything. You were yep. just like shaking your head. Like, so uh-huh. I was I was freaking <laughs> right out. Not getting better. It's not getting better. <laughs> So at this point, one of the workers of the gas station um, is sprinting across the store saying, close the doors, close the doors, close the doors. And we were like, what? And so they're, they're locking the gas station doors. And she's kind of tentatively telling people, we will let you out, but not until the warning has expired. Right, yeah. Supposedly for safety. Yeah. And <laughs> I would say 75% of the people head to this, like, hallway which is the most central to the mm-hmm. building which is by the bathrooms <laughs> everyone's kind of huddled there and brad and i are i i don't know i don't know what to do with myself so i'm just like pacing around anyways there's a that's an excellent time to um record <laughs> where you're at in life yeah so, we'll snip it uh we're gonna play for you a little snippet from the gas station <laughs> um and this is maybe i don't know five or seven minutes before the yeah. warning expired and before we um, got a coffee and left. But Yeah. See if we can hear the difference in our voices yeah. now <laughs> with, with what it was then. Uh, <laughs> here, here's a clip from the, the gas station in Colby, Kansas. Where are we at? Uh, we're kind of close to... Crap, what was our exit? <laughs> I don't know. We're somewhere in the middle of Kansas, kind of close to Colby. Yeah, uh, we're locked in a gas station. And why are we locked in a gas station, Brad? Because uh, there are currently multiple tornado warnings and torrential downpours. So to give you a, an idea of what the radar looks like, typically red is bad. But then there's other colors that go to purple, and then they go to white. Yeah, so we're, like, dealing with, like, purple. <laughs> so that's not great. Um, and there's probably at least, like, I don't 100 know. people in here. Yeah. Just like roaming around, getting munchies, trying to act casual, but I think like everyone's kind of <laughs> petrified. Old, yeah, everyone's a little petrified and feeling a little uneasy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's where we're currently at right now. 
there's a there's like a service dog here who's super calm, so that's kind of good to see. <laughs> there's been uh, a thunderstorm warning, two one tornado watch, and then two tornado warnings. They've got about like, well, one of them is about to expire, which is good, and then I think the other one is about five fifteen, so maybe ten or fifteen more minutes on that one. So hopefully, if that all goes by, we can get back on the road and keep on our way to to Nathan's next mass, which would be awesome to see. <laughs> so if the tornado does come, God forbid, where where are you going for shelter in this place? In here, um, well, I think you just went to the 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 washroom and I took a nervous poo. Yep. So I don't know if I want to go in there and that have to be the last thing I smell. Um, but I think that's, that's that's the most central location in the in the building. I think I would we're stand we're currently standing by, by the beer kind of pull open freezers. So I, I probably first would crack open a beer, take a drink, but I would then dive through a shelf <laughs> so I could uh-huh. be in the freezer for a bit, um, yep. making sure that one of these doors was kind of propped open so I wouldn't get trapped. Um, that's where I'm going. I think you should follow. <laughs> all right, you're gonna you're gonna punch through the Bud Light, and we're gonna create a, a cave to the freezer. Yeah, we have all the classy options behind us. So Bush Light, Bud Light, Budweiser, uh, Michelob Ultra of all things. Oh, and of course Natty Ice. <laughs> uh, they did just, I think, reopen the Starbucks, which is attached to this travel plaza. So that that's a good sign. We're gonna make it, but. It, it's, I've, I haven't been this legitimately scared about the weather yeah. in probably 20 years. This is definitely my first time being locked in a grocery store or a convenience store. <laughs> so that's a first. Um, but yeah, I have not been on a road on a storm like this. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> I concur. So we're going to keep checking the Doppler and seeing when we can get out of here. I think Brad's checking right now. And it looks like... Um, well, when he when he checked last, it was all red, and we were in the midst of the red. Um, and it's looking ooh. ooh, that's good news. They shifted, they shifted the the warnings, so now we're like good. on the cusp of yellow and green, mm. which is super awesome. So, what does yellow mean? Yellow is just like moderately severe, okay. kind of just like typical thunderstorm, I would say. Brad's from Tonganoxie, Kansas. Uh, you can you can literally Google the Tonganoxie split and learn about how most of the times tornadoes just divert around our town. It's the craziest thing. And then every once in like 10 or 15 years, we just get like hammered with a tornado. But yeah, Tonganoxie split, Google it, look it up, it's a thing. Well, and maybe, maybe that's why the tornadoes have split around uh, our truck stop because you're here. Maybe. It's uh, the following of the, the Tongi native. <laughs> we could just shout, he's from Tongi. People will come <laughs> to touch touch my raincoat in hopes of uh, being spared. But yeah, people are starting to move. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that we're we're going we're gonna to go get a coffee. We made it. But I think the coast is clearing. Woo. Praise God. That was fun. <laughs> so yeah, that was our near-death <laughs> near experience. As we drove to see Nathan perform his technically second mass as a priest. So that was a fun, that was like a, a good like early cherry on top or a little bit of sprinkles midway through making your banana split um, <laughs> to spice up your trip. So, <laughs> uh, what, what were you thinking of the gas station? I mean, well, I remember as we, as we, we looked for our exit because we probably, we probably should have exited 
a couple before we did, but we were trying to actually combine trips of let's get Starbucks and be safe. <laughs> um, but I remember as we we drove past a couple exits and we knew like things are pretty severe. Like I did kind of like say like a quick prayer out loud of like, all right, you know, let us get through to a gas station so we can be be at least somewhat more sheltered and you know protect everyone else who's on the road. So like that's not that that's uncommon for me, but like to be just like immediately like that's where I gotta go. I gotta at least get someone else on my side here. A little bit more powerful. Um, I'm so I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> I was like we were we were silent and I just didn't I did not know what to do. Yep. And that it just brought me in the moment. Like okay, mm-hmm. just need to play this safe and uh, right. Maybe there are like legions <clears throat> of angels mm-hmm. around us. Or battle that tornado back in the like purple. Maybe that's what the purple <laughs> that's means. What, that's the white is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, I mean, I think yeah, you were definitely more uneasy than I was. Uh, but like, all I did really was in there. But but in the in the gas station was yeah, check the Doppler a couple different times. Kind of just you know, look. It was a good like people watching moment as well for me, just to see like what people were doing. Some people were just like stocking up on chips and crazy stuff like that. Um, but other than that, like I. I sent, like, a quick video of, like, the rain and stuff as we walked in to, like, my, my dad and then Tori just say, like, oh, man, we're stuck in a gas station. There's a tornado warning. Like, just in case something's happened, I love you both. Um, like, it wasn't, I wasn't compelled enough to call anybody, but it was enough to at least say two people are going to be aware that I love them in case something bad happens. Ugh. But you were, I think, too paranoid to even think to that point. <laughs> I, look, this, this gas station just had the most... <laughs> scenic windows so many windows <laughs> to stay away from and i was looking around and at like i was like okay i can knock over that uh <laughs> that shelf over and, and it'll lean into the other one and that will be like the shelter that i that people can crawl under and i can crawl under and i think i can do it on my own but i think i'll like i can grab bre- I, I was think i was like thinking through like the plan yeah, i was like case or or and, and i think in the little clip we talk about like we were by the walk-in, by the Ooh. by the freezer, yep. and there's if we just push all the beer back, we can we can, dive we, can di- we can we can crawl through and like get in the freezer. Yep. So that was like Plan B. That was my Plan A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, oh. I we we rolled up into Colorado and we basically just walked <laughs> into um, 15 minutes late of Nathan's mass, and he mm-hmm. was standing up there uh, delivering, I think, the homily and. The sun did come out, and I just remember sitting. We had to sit in the balcony because there was no seats. Mm-hmm. But I just remember, like, just feeling very peaceful in this pew. Like looking at Nathan. Nathan was beaming. He was beaming all weekend. Oh yeah. But he was just like beaming in his hometown. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was good. Uh, I think from for us, kind of sitting up above. I think that was very appropriate because everyone else on obviously the main floor and the main pews were truly like the local folks. It was the family and the church all the surrounding churches. It's like all the people that meant a whole lot to him as he grew up, like before we knew him, um, were all on the bottom floor and we were kind of just observers up above with like three other people that are probably local. Um, but it was kind of like, oh, we're, we're the phase two part of, of Nathan that's here today. And we're just here to kind of like oversee and see the beauty of like what Nathan had before yeah. we came into his life. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I'm so, uh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud of Nathan and Mm I, I'm so glad that, you know, that we get to be a part of his journey and, um, yeah, it means all that much more knowing, yeah, like what we've gone through 
as as friends with him, um, both the good and the bad. That's that's what makes it great. But also just like the utterly ridiculous and some of the stories we could tell about him, which is probably just another podcast to try to get three or four of us together to, to just spitball and, and, and reveal to the, the Studio 603 audience. The, the beauty the, of Father Reverend Reeb. What is, what is Father Rubicon and what is he made of? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a good person to know. Yeah. Uh, so do you foresee any uh, storms? What, what storms do you foresee coming your way? What storms? Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, the not that it's a storm, but, like, the, chain, the change of weather for, like, Tori and I in particular is obviously her, her starting her nursing program is, is going to be a, a change of pace for us, knowing that, you know, not just only, like, one of us has a job, but kind of understanding how our marriage will look for the next year or so, knowing that she's got a lot of you know, time and attention and just like lots of energy that she has to devote to, you know, that phase of life and actually making sure she, she gets out of the program, everything she can. So she feels prepared. Um, so I'm sure that's not a storm. That's a bad, that's a bad, bad Fred, bad phrase. Um, but just like a change in the winds. Um, yeah, nailed it. Ooh. Um, so understanding how to like, it's like green or yellow, not red or purple. Exactly. Yeah. Just understanding how to like change the sail a little bit to make sure we get the full brunt of that change of the wind and we get the best out of it for our, our marriage. So that's good. But yeah, I feel like with, with Nathan coming back in town, that could be quite the raging Catholic storm that's coming to KC. (laughs) Um, that's just going to like rock people and he's going to start spreading the good word and um, bringing bringing more sunshine to KC, so that'll be great. Yeah, yeah, and we should we should probably say if you know if you want to <clears throat> see slash meet slash seek guidance or blessings of uh, Father Reeb, he'll be ministering from St Andrew the Apostle Catholic Church off of Antioch Road in Gladstone, Missouri. Anything else you want to add, Brad? Uh, I I have nothing to add. It yeah. was a it was a great weekend to road trip with you because I haven't seen you since probably around Christmas um, so it was good catch up time good experiences with the well experiences with the tornadoes um, and it was good to see Nathan and actually good to see like a bunch of jewel folks up in Gladstone as mass so it was just all around a good Memorial Day weekend oh yeah it is Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> it is Memorial Happy Memorial Day <laughs> Happy Memorial Day y'all hope you're getting some sunshine and have clear skies <laughs> tune in next week Mm. I feel so good sitting in the sunshine, sipping in the sunshine, hearing the birds' wings flying through the air. I'm feeling like I might take a dare and just sit on this porch a little longer with my good friend Bradford. He's been in my life for almost a decade, almost a century with 90 more. It's gonna be like we've been playing since we were four. Sandcastles in a sandbox, build them high. I'm so curious and high (laughs) Mm, here he is coming in hot gonna be a repeat this gonna be quick i'm b red kc native gonna see some hay seeds swaying Mm. blowing never know when it's gonna be snowing Talking to my big bro, Maddie D. It started at Jewel. Mm. Couple of fools. Mm. That's all I got. Let's mm. let it be. Mm. This is stressing me. Mm. Oh, oh, wait. This oh. is Sammy D. In honor of you, I gots to say, this is funky, fool. <laughs> I keep it funky. It's <laughs> time to get funky. Oh, with you ever in doubt, 
That's a great line to sprinkle in and maybe give a shout. It makes everything sound better. Send it in a letter, write it in bold. Let's get funky, let's get funky. Tune in next week to Studio 603. We out. Bye. From Tonganaxi. We out. In my toes as I watch the dolphins so off into the distance. I think I just saw the tangerine dolphin. <laughs> it gave me a little tail flip and a wave. I think I'm about to ride off into the sunset.